0: Hello and welcome to ASI Attitudes of Sexual Integrity. My name is Russ Shaw and this is episode 56. This is uh, once again skillet. It'll never
1: be enough to see you. So far from everything.
0: I love Skillet I don't just play them because they're a Christian band Just because the uh, members of the bands are, are, are Christians I play them because they're good tunes, alright? I don't always just exclusively play music by uh, Christian folks uh, I don't really believe in Christian music Because basically the band members of Skillet are Christians But the music, it's, it's just music, okay? Music can't be Christian. It doesn't have a soul. I know I've said that before, but... Just kind of want to clarify that, uh... Once again... Uh... Because it's it's important, man. Media is just media. It, it doesn't... It doesn't have a soul. It, it, it's not a person, okay? So... It's all ours. Truth is ours. And when I say that, I'm talking about, uh gods. It's all under God's green earth. God made the people that made it, and it is what it is, all right? So uh, I wanted to talk about purity a little bit today, and I wanted to talk about an action step that I want you to do, and about the last show, because I'm going to build on that last show. I asked you to go to a field. I asked you to pray about that and really get that in your soul. What does that mean to build on something building on the landscape of time and looking at now as this time that you're going to build on uh, because there's a lot of a depth to that and it's why i i want to talk about what purity really means and some straight talk on purity because i think the word is thrown around way too much in christian circles when uh purity of heart is is is, has depth to it it has weight to it all right there's gravity in that so uh that's what i want to talk about today uh where am i driving i got an email about that where am i i'm always driving a lot of times when i'm doing this show you're driving around russ where are you driving to uh i i do sales for a living i'm a sales dude and i don't make a living at asi i don't make a living in ministry yet uh i'd like to I'd like to do this for a living, but I'm never going to do it for a living because I have to have the money. I want to do this for a living because, um, because of where I've been and, and the, the signposts that I can point people to. You know, uh, Once this starts becoming some kind of a paycheck for me and I start making decisions based on what I say, uh, on a paycheck then, then you know, my motivation gets wrong and and I'm very keenly aware of that, so I have really nothing to sell I, I, I'm writing a book and eventually that will be for sale because you know, it's a book and I uh, I do want to do some speaking, stuff like that but that's down the road, I'm, I'm not trying to sell you anything, I'm just pouring out my heart and soul on this show, I am asking for donations because, uh you know, this thing costs money to keep running. And also, uh, you know, that's an, an extra thing that you can do to help, um, fight back another extra little action step because porn costs money. All right. And, and to throw money, uh, into the direction of someone like myself or a ministry that, you know, does what I do is to, counteract some of the, the funds that you've spent going in the other direction so uh, it, it, you know you what you treasure you spend money on so I, I just uh, you know I would ask as a donation process not that I have something to sell but from your own heart's motivation to donate to the show as a way to uh, to put some weight onto what I'm saying you know I saw a Christian counselor, that was one of the the ways I got free of this, a couple of different Christian counselors. My insurance did not cover that, alright, because they were Christian, they weren't just psychologists that have a PhD and stuff like that and just gonna give me more uh, surfacey gobbledygook psychology that uh, psychobabble that's just gonna hand me another functional savior. That will save me for a little while. Um, wasn't going to do that, so that's part of money was a big uh, freedom. Breaking a chain of freedom for me was was spending money in the direction of my recovery. Because then I was I was actually putting money into the people that I was listening to. So. My, the, the money that I'm putting forth right? it was, it was like alright I'm spending this money I'm putting this forward and I'm going to get something in return to better by myself but it, it goes deeper than just a surfacey bettering yourself and that's what I, I wanted to talk about with uh, the landscape but, it, but your money is one of those things that's right there on the surface that, that has like math to it and it also goes straight to your heart you know, you, you treasure what you spend money on from a heart level. That's a great heart check is what are you spending money on. That's one of those things that goes right from, it's like sex money is. It goes right to the heart of your motivations. So, you know, that's one of the action steps is donating money. You think I'm a freak and I'm just out, this for, you know, out for the money in this show. Uh, whatever. You want to believe that? Fine. You know, donate money to something else. Alright, you got the Pure Sex Radio guys on iTunes. You got a couple of other uh, Blazing Graces, another show out there. You know, donate uh, some money in their direction. Triple X Church. Okay, you think I'm a freak and I'm begging for money like I'm freaking Pat Robertson or uh, somebody like that. You know, I'm not, but whatever. Alright. But I'm asking you to spend some of your money on the on the treasure of your heart. And if that is recovery, if you really want it that bad, then what are you spending your money on? Okay. Well, I'm an addict, Russ. Sometimes I spend it on porn and I'm not quite free of that yet. Well, if you give, then you're spending money on both, which is uh, a different thing you're doing. You're going in the direction of, of building. You're starting to build your future your new identity, and that goes deeper than just getting on some treadmill, okay? So, you can go to asi247.org, click on the Make a Donation button, and donate right from there. Uh, Also, when you donate, when you give online... Your receipt will be done through PayPal, and it will be marked DigitalAudioProject.com. So, if you're not all, you know, out of the dark on this, and, and people don't know, then then that's cool. I will take that excuse away from you by uh, telling you that you know you're not going to have some sexual addiction recovery thing on your receipt when you give to uh, ASI. So. Eventually, I want you to be out of the dark, but you know if you're not yet. I understand I Totally understand So I I want you to know that that you know I stand strongly on that Um, I don't think you can say I want to get free of this thing and have your checkbook Your bank account call you a liar. You're gonna have to give something up. It's going to cost you something And it's going to be deeper than money. But money is another surface thing that you can see on the surface like sexuality that goes straight to your heart. All right? Five plus five is ten. It doesn't matter what you feel about it, how you feel about it. It's just ten. Okay? That's just the truth. So your recovery is in your hands and that's that's the second attitude i want you to get across to you today is that you are ultimately responsible for your recovery do you understand that you will make decisions for or against being locked in prison in the past i've got emails uh from folks and uh you know and there's there's I'm not trying to be a jerk about this or a, a hard nose all right could use another word instead of nose but I'll use hard nose okay uh, but here's the deal you know a lot of you have I've been the first person that you've told about your struggles all right and then you got this like you know, like a a pressurized container and you let a little bit of that steam out of that pressurized container. You know, you let some pressure out of there. You let some air out when you sent that email to me. And for whatever reason, and and there's even been donations that have been given, and, 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 and that's great, and it's a big first step. But for whatever reason, some of that seems to get transferred onto me in the form of responsibility, and I and I do have responsibility in doing the show. My first responsibility is to my family, my wife, and my kids. I had to step back and realize that last year. But my respo- my responsibility to you. Is, is to do this show and to speak truth and to try and deepen your soul. And try and deepen your heart and to get underneath what keeps you addicted. But that, that responsibility, that weight that I have is your weight. Do you understand? Like, I can blab here all day long. And basically, you know, I'm this guy that exists in your iPod. You know, I'm this guy that is in your, your, your iPhone or your iPod or, or your MP3 player or your computer. And I'm just this voice, you know, and sometimes I just feel like I'm just that freaking voice. And, and that's all the weight that you give to this. And for some of you, I'm, you know, you've emailed me, I've emailed you back and you've got contact with me and now I'm in some way responsible for your recovery, I'm not either of those, okay? I, I want you to, to do some of the things that I'm talking about, and if you can't, and if you're going, how, Russ, how? How do I start breaking ground? How do I start building this new identity, this new me that I'm supposed to build? If you got that inside you, then ask, ask how. And let me bring it to the show to everyone because I, I got so busy a few years ago handling email that, that it, it was it overwhelmed me and I will address this, this stuff that you have but I want to bring it to everybody all right this is not sexaholics anonymous you are anonymous all right you're you're frickin Bob or Mark you know in Cleveland all right there's a lot of Bobs and Marks in Cleveland so you're you still have some anonymity but at the same time I I want to be able to bring your issues to the full audience that is this show and I want you to take some responsibility for your own recovery and to understand you you can't do this on your own if all you have in your 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 arsenal is this voice coming out of your iPod or your computer or your iPhone getting a lot of listeners on the iphone the new iphone now it's got uh, got people tuning in which is awesome but if that's all i am then then this isn't going to work for you all right there's got to be some weight to this there's got to be you got to take responsibility and ask how how because your, your whole life has been lived in this surfacey kind of sexuality and that's where mine was and I've been there and I, I get that now. I didn't get it when I was where you were at. I had no idea what that meant and that's why I wanna talk about purity because purity is a lot deeper than you disciplining yourself into, into you know doing the steps or, 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 your, or obedience or something like that, just surface obedience. It's deeper than that was is Isaiah 64 I believe it's Isaiah 64:1 it says your 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 obedience all right your good works are nothing but filthy rags and one translation made it uh like a bloody tampon all right that's your good works it runs deeper than that obedience and freedom being a disciple is, is a couple of different things purity is not just about works. It's about a heart condition. I wanted to play you a clip from a movie. It's it's one of my favorite movies, and uh, see if you recognize it. This is the first line. This is in the opening credits of the movie.
1: There you go. There's a legend of a man who lives beneath the sea. He is a fisher of men last hope of all those who have been left behind. Many survivors claim to have felt his gripping hands beneath them, pushing them up to the surface, whispering strength until help could arrive. But this, of course, is only a legend. In
0: the movie The Guardian, uh, Kevin Costner plays a uh, Coast Guard diver. Basically, a emergency rescue diver, and in the beginning of the film, he he's right after they play that. You know, uh, you're you're in a category four storm, right? And the waves are fifteen feet high, and Kevin Costner's diving into the water after this couple, and the 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 guy out of sheer survival mode. I mean, this guy is just in survival mode, and he is drowning his wife to stay afloat. He's trying to get in, like, bring the basket down. He's trying to get in the basket, and he's, and he's drowning his wife trying to survive. Basically, what happens next is is Kevin Costner punches the guy in the face... Bam, like bloodies his nose, knocks him back, grabs the guy instead of the woman that he was going to save first, grabs him and pulls him up out of the water, and then they have to release the, the, you know, the basket back down into the water, and then Kevin Kastner goes for the woman, who at this point has sunk into the water. She's unconscious. So he brings her up. He puts her in the basket. They bring them both up onto the helicopter. You know, and as soon as... It's funny, as soon as, as Kevin Costner gets back up in the helicopter, the guy's sitting there with a bloody nose. He's going, you broke my nose! And then the pilot looks back and goes, you might have killed your wife, dude. You know? So, Kevin Costner goes to work on the woman, and, and she ends up breathing, you know? He does the... resuscitates her and gets her breathing again, and they and they take off. And the rest of the movie is, is him... He's going through... Kevin Costner's character is going through a divorce, right? This man who uh, who is a an experienced diver. I mean, you want to talk about disciplined dudes. I mean, these guys are are disciplined. The rest of the movie, he ends up uh, an instructor, and he's teaching these younger divers, you know, how to do what he does. And and you want to talk about you want to talk discipline, right? I mean, these guys throw them in the water for hours at a time. They've got to tread water for hours. I mean, these guys are disciplined. Diets, exercise. I mean, they are the utmost, all right? They are the elite of self-discipline. On into the movie, uh, Kevin Costner's character ends up, you know, looking at divorce with his wife, you know, and and sadly, he's sitting across the table from her and he tells this story to her about the couple that he came up on in the water. And he says, that's what I've been doing to you for years, honey, I've been just out of sheer survival mode. I've been drowning you. I'm just dunking you under the water, drowning you while I'm trying to survive, keep myself afloat, Emotionally, in his spirit. And this guy, elitist, disciplined dude, has the, has the heart courage, you know, of, of a high school kid, frankly. He quits on his marriage. This man who jumps out of helicopters to save people and I know it's a fictional story but the but the the illustration is 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 one that's human nature we build so much into our surface identity into what we do into what we are into what defines us on the surface and he never looked into why was he drowning his wife I saw that movie and it brought me to tears. And I looked at my wife after we watched that movie and I said, honey, I said, man, I've been doing that to you just out of me trying to survive. And realizing that deepened me a little more to go into how do I build into not being this this guy who's drowning his wife. Because even as Mr. ASI of, of last, you know, of 2005 and early 2006, you know, even as being that guy, I would get just defensive and, and, and argue and start fights with my beautiful wife who I love so much. And just out of survival, man, just out of defensiveness, not even thinking about it, not even putting that much thought into it, it's just knee-jerk survival reaction I heard somebody talking about uh, post traumatic stress disorder so people that come back from Iraq stuff like that got some listeners over there but there's people that come back from combat and they and part of their heart shuts down just to survive they have to shut that part of their heart off just to get through the day and to survive. And they and they kill and they move and they run and they, they keep going just, just out of survival. Not feeling because they can turn that off because they learn how to turn that off. And in some part of, of the people in this addiction who are... Who are tough cases, all right? And, you know, and I've got emails from some of you who, you know, you started using porn when you know you got a computer in your office, and then you got addicted, and you had a hard time stopping, and then you stopped, right? And I've got emails from you folks, and I think that's awesome. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to some of the tough cases like I was, all right? I'm gonna talk to some of the people who really feel hopeless, who feel like, oh, I've tried so many times, and I, I don't know what the heck to do. All right, I'm going to ask you to stop swimming. I'm going to ask you to stop swimming. Look at Romans 12. I need to play that movie clip again. All right, it's not just a legend. All right, this is not, these aren't the things of legend. When I tell you that Jesus Christ is God... I want you to learn that that's not legend and I want you to learn for yourself that deepening your heart, deepening your soul is not merely a a disciplined thing. I'm sure that's part of it and you need to work on that and you need to sweat out your faith and sweat out this addiction and you need to get on the treadmill and you need to discipline yourself and you need to take those steps of not Putting the Googling that, you know, that brings you back to the monster. Yes, I want you to continue doing that, but at the same time, I want you to understand that when you can't, that there is a diver under the water that can bring you to the surface, when you're drowning, when the weight of this thing has got you to the point where you're just trying to swim and you can't swim anymore. And you wanna sink, man, and you wanna die. I'm saying, I'm telling you, you know, look up Romans twelve, and on a spiritual heart level, you gotta let go. Carrie Underwood wrote a song called Jesus Take the Wheel. And this is a song when I when I had some struggles with faith that would've just pissed me off. <laughs> Alright, it would have just pissed me off but now that I understand it, what it means to let go of the wheel and let Jesus take the wheel. All right, Jesus Christ is a savior. The cross saved you. So you don't have to white knuckle it, all right? There's another song by a band called Megadeth, a metal band, Dave Mustang. The guy's a theologian. Love this guy. Wrote a song called Sweating Bullets. Sharpening the axe. I'm chomping at the bit. Here I go again. I don't want you to live like that. You don't have to live like that. In Luke 13, Jesus says, repent or you will truly perish. And I think a, re- a lot of religious people that mean, you know, they say that, well, you know, that means you're going to go to hell if you don't stop doing that. And And it's really far deeper than that. All right. It's far deeper than that. The fact that you're listening to my voice right now shows a level of repentance. Okay. You're trying to turn from the sin that is destroying you and turn to god and find out what that means turning to jesus is is is, is, is that's purity of heart when you that kind of a attitude you're you're changing you're turning away from the sin and you're turning towards love towards god and i think that a lot of you know a lot of religious people say that that's that's horizontal like you turn away from your sin it's on the right and then you turn to god on your left and then you you do that that's That's religion, okay? Learning, getting your heart around the fact that Jesus is after your joy, okay? That he's not some cosmic killjoy that's up in the sky trying to ruin your fun. That sex, he made sex and it's wonderful and your desire for sex is real and it's good. Bring it under under his authority, will blow your mind how good it is but he's after your joy he's not trying to destroy you he's trying to save you he's trying to be your savior and that's when he's not legend anymore when you realize that he's trying to actually lift you to the surface that repenting from your sin means that it no longer owns you that no longer defines who are the next orgasm isn't going to save you Jesus is and and learning what that means is, is, is finding out that it's not just legend that it's not just religion that it's deeper than that that being fulfilled is what defines you being fulfilled deepening your soul understanding your foundation That's purity of heart. When you're after that, when you're chasing that, because Jesus is chasing you. And that's another reason you're listening to my voice right now, because He's chasing you. I've said it before on the show. I'm glad you're listening. You know, maybe you're jacked up, maybe you're hurt right now, maybe you hate the fact that you're addicted, but you're here for a reason. You're in this place for a reason realizing God put eternity in the hearts of men is that deepening understanding love because your existence goes a lot farther than this life and this this body that you're in those eyes that you're sitting behind you're going to exist a lot longer than what's just on this planet and that is the truth but for today your functional saviors, Jesus as your savior, and understanding how deep that is, is what what purity of the heart is. Matthew 5, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Listen, the debt to get out of this prison that you're in is like, $85 million and you don't have $85 million, right? You can't will yourself into getting enough money to pay out, you know, getting out of prison, to bail yourself out. And that's where Jesus comes in. All right, you can't will yourself out of slavery. If you're bought into slavery, and the Bible says over and over again that you're a sinner, that you're born into sin, that you, you, there's nobody good in the world, everybody has fallen short, everyone is, you know, not met up to the glory of God, we're all sinners. We all deserve death. We all deserve hell. But Jesus paid the bill, and you cannot will yourself out of this. It's a spiritual problem. It goes deeper. It goes deeper than just 12 steps in recovery and recovery and listening to the right books and tapes. And, you know, it's deeper than that. Putting your hope in Jesus Christ and understanding that He alone is God... He's God in human flesh. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. It's not the sin of whatever the Muslims call it. I I don't know. It's not the sin of shirk, I think uh, Muslim people believe. One God, three distinct persons, me and my wife are one. And that's a big thing about sexuality. When you get married, when you have sexual intercourse, you are becoming one. That's what it's designed for. Two or one, you bring God into it, you have the triangle, the Trinitarian worldview. I'm not trying to give you religion here. I'm trying to show you that if you can deepen your heart by trusting that Jesus paid the bill for you. He's not gonna do it for you. And you have to take responsibility. Prayer, community, doing these things that are very, very uncomfortable. You're gonna have to talk to some people. You're gonna have to get out of your shell that you've built for years. And when you can't pray, when you can't ask how, ask somebody how, face to face, eye to eye. You can email me and that's great, but I want you to have somebody in your corner that you're talking to face to face. Have the courage to build that relationship. Don't give me excuses. Please, I, I, I'm telling you, Living in the sweating bullets attitude is no way to live. It's just no way to live. And when you can understand for yourself that that is not just legend. When you start to see in your own heart the change. When you put your faith in something that's bigger than you. That's outside of you. that's, That's all around you. When it starts to work out of your heart from the inside out, that's faith from the inside of your heart, working its way out from the motivation, all right? The analogy of the heart was came up with the ancient Hebrews who, who came up with that analogy because your blood is pumping from your, from your heart to your fingertips to the tips of your toes. And your soul is your motivations and the directions that that that, that stuff goes. You go after porn because you want to. It's breaking the want to. Get to where you don't want to. How? That's building. That's when you start building. That's when you start getting bricks. But the cornerstone of those bricks is Jesus. It's Jesus Christ. It just is. It's just the truth. And if you have doubt and you don't believe that, man, ask some questions. Start to seek the truth. Keep seeking. Don't give up. My email is russ at asi247.org. I want you to remember the two action steps, which are money, all right? The motivations of your heart come through money, your treasure. So don't tell, you know, don't say you're serious about recovery if your heart, if your checkbook or your wallet would call you a liar. If you want to send donations to me, it's ASI247.org. There's a donation button. If you don't, give to your local church, give to someone, you know, to another form I would like you to give in the direction towards fighting back pornography then you have those two sides of you fighting for truth the second action step is that you take responsibility this is your fight you personalize it It's for you. You and you alone behind your eyes are responsible for what you do tomorrow, for who you're going to be, for who you're going to choose to be. How can I just be, Russ, without reacting? Remember, life is 20% the things that happen, and 80% how you react to it. How you react to life is, is who you are. All right? That's who you are. So changing who you are begins with building on a foundation. And I'm asking you to make Jesus that cornerstone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a prayer with you on this show. Lord Jesus, I, I just pray that there's some people that have made that choice, that decision. I would ask them to remember your blood spilled. To remember they are blood bought by you. I pray that they're making that choice. Choice to choose you as the cornerstone that they're going to build on. Lord God, you set the captives free, and that's truth. You pay the debt. Lord God, you pay the debt. You release the chains. the chains that bound me got looser and looser as I saw your love for me Lord and I just pray that other people make that choice and take that step of faith I pray that they're making that step and making that choice today Lord Jesus holy and precious name Amen Till next time bye